Hi guys, welcome to another week of distance learning and our podcast with the Overcoming Obstacles curriculum. This week we're going to look at health and fitness a little bit and how it impacts us. I want you to think real quick. Have you eaten a cookie, drank a soda, or eaten a candy bar in the last few days? Have you stayed up late regardless of the, the reason? Have you gotten less than one hour of exercise this week? Learning how diet, exercise, and sleep affect your health is important. Good health can make it easier for you to feel, think, and perform your best. And I know a lot of this information you have learned from your health classes in high school or from your experiences, but it's really good in times of shelter in place for us to also think about, are we being true to ourselves with our health and exercise program? I mean, I know like It's been nice taking some naps in the afternoons, but then my body starts feeling tired every afternoon because it thinks it's nap time. Or, you know, I'm not getting up at five in the morning and doing my two hour exercise routine before I go to work. So shelter in place affords us some flexibility with when we do our workouts, but it also reminds us that maybe we're not getting the exercise our bodies need or being outdoors as much as we should be or our sleep patterns are disrupted and that can lead to depression and anxiety and you know laziness basically so I wanted us to talk about it a little bit so first let's talk about the food we eat and how it affects our energy and our ability to do things well We know a balanced diet means eating different kinds of food in proper quantities. This food gives our body nutrients it needs to work and grow. A balanced diet helps us look our best, it keeps our skin healthy, and makes our hair and bones stronger. I want you to think about what you eat. There's grains, vegetables and fruit, sources of protein such as meat, poultry, fish, beans, eggs, and nuts and dairy products, as well as some oils or sweets and unhealthy fats. Grains like bread, cereal, rice, pasta. In the old days, we used to think that that should make up the majority of our plate when we eat, but now we want to limit it. We know that it's pretty much just sugar to your body. Fruits and vegetables. Foods that are more natural to the source that they've grown are best for us. So eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. In fact, instead of the grains, maybe have two vegetables with your protein instead of a grain and one vegetable. Sources of protein, we talked about, um, we used to think that protein should take up like half your plate or so, but now think about it more as taking up like a third of your plate, the size of maybe the palm of your hand. You want to limit dairy products. Cow's milk is really a wonderful um, food product if you're a calf. Maybe not so great if you're a human being. So you want to limit things like low-fat yogurt and milk, um, ice cream. So 
If you're lactose intolerant, there are options as far as lactose-free dairy or calcium-fortified soy milk. I know I use almond milk or cashew milk in my morning smoothies so that I can avoid dairy. I, I do have issues with dairy and so I try to avoid that. So oils like avocado oils, olive oils, grapeseed oil, those those are healthy oils and you can use those for cooking or for using with salad dressings and those are good oils to eat in moderation. Other oils you want to be careful of and eat sparingly, those that like say make potato chips, french fries, fried chicken, cookies, soda, some of those sweets and oils are not doing anything for you. They have no nutritional value and literally just end up making you struggle for health and fitness a little bit more. Let's talk about exercise. Exercise actually increases your energy. Remember I was talking about, you know, I've been, it's been nice taking some afternoon naps, but then the next day I feel like in the afternoon, instead of going out for a walk, I'm ready for another nap. So exercise actually increases your energy. It increases the flow of oxygen, oxygen to your brain and stimulates your mind and body. It strengthens your muscles and your bones and other tissues and organs actually as well. Exercise also affects your mood and your self-esteem. Exercise will bolster your self-confidence. Exercise relieves the body of tension and stress. Going outside, just being outside, is also a stress reduction technique that you should consider. I know with shelter in place, a lot of you have spent a lot more time indoors, but it's important to get outside every day. Getting a good night's sleep, seven hours minimum, seven to 10 hours, is also more productive and relaxing to the mind and the body. I want you to think about common sources and signals of stress. Stress is tension, a feeling of pressure or anxiety. Stress occurs when you feel out of control or under a lot of pressure. It affects how you respond to people or situations. Think of an example of an event that caused you to feel stress, either at school or home or at a job or with your friends or in the community. Think about that time. Get a, get a particular time in your mind real quick. Does your body send you signals? Does it send you signals that you are beginning to stress or that you've been carrying stress in your body? I know like when I carry stress, the um, upper left trapezius muscle in my body, the, the muscle that runs from your neck across your shoulders and then back down your back, it, it tenses up. And I know when I've got too much stress that that's where I start to feel little aches and pains. So where does your body send your signals? Does your mind send you signals as well that you're becoming stressed or you are stressed? How do your feelings or your emotions change? Do you become angry or frustrated? How does your behavior change? Do you retreat inside yourself and avoid others? Become quiet? 
you show anxiety by talking too loudly or too quickly? You can't always control the events in your life, but you can control your behavior. So think about an, a scenario. You have a test at school. What are three things you could do to feel confident instead of anxious? You could study hard, you could feel prepared, and you can get a good night's sleep. Let's think of another scenario. You're walking home late from work. You feel unsafe on the street where you're walking. What can you do to make yourself feel less anxious? You might be thinking you could walk under streetlights or where people can see you. You could carry a whistle or something that makes noise. You can plan to walk with someone rather than be alone. You could take a longer but safer route home. The whole idea here is that you need to say yes to less stress. So you want to be able to put yourself in situations and environments where you have the skills and abilities and the sleep and the mental fortitude with your health and nutrition and exercise to be able to manage stressful situations when they arise. Stress isn't always a bad thing. Stress could be a wedding that you're planning. Stress could be moving to a new home that's going to afford you bigger bedrooms, maybe a bigger yard. But it is all stressful as you are planning and preparing and going through change. And we've been going through a lot of change with the shelter in place. So say yes to less stress by taking care of your body and your mind and your emotions. So I want you to think about a healthy routine of diet, exercise, and sleep and include some strategies to foster less stress. Diet, exercise, and stress reduction impact your everyday lives. When you are healthy, you look and feel and think and do your best. The food you eat affects your energy and your health. Exercise increases your energy. It strengthens your body and relieves stress and tension. Healthy, well-rested people are better prepared to deal with stress. Others, we can control the amount of stress in our lives by determining how to respond to a stressful situation. I didn't mean others, I meant often. Okay, here's your to-do list. So your key words for the week that you, you know, send me off of the podcast is stress less. Say yes to less stress. So what I want you to do is three things. I want you to create an idea for how you're going to eat over the next week between now and when our next podcast is. What can you eat to make sure you're eating a healthy, well-balanced diet? Are there things that you're doing now, eating some fruits and vegetables that are very healthy? And are there things you're doing now, chugging some soda or something that maybe you want to do a little less of over the next week? I'd like you to think about exercise over the next week, between now and the next podcast. What are you going to do to get some regular exercise? I hope it includes going outside for a walk, walking your dog, or 
walking with a friend six feet apart, of course, or something like that. But tell me three benefits of exercise and when you plan to get that exercise. And the other thing I want you to think about is three techniques for reducing stress that work for you and that you can incorporate over the next week. So let me be clear. I'm asking you for three areas. One, what foods are you going to continue to eat that are deemed healthy? And what foods are you going to reduce over the next week because they're not that healthy for you? Secondly, three benefits of regular exercise. Give me a list. Three benefits of regular exercise. And secondly to that, what are you going to do over the next week to get your exercise and to get outdoors? And lastly, three techniques that you're going to use over the next week to reduce stress. Maybe something that you've tried before and works for you or something you've never tried before and want to give it a go over the next week and see if it works for you. So stress less, get your exercise and eat well. When we're talking about overcoming obstacles and reducing our stress, those are the go-to factors. All right, guys, that's your podcast for this week. Talk to you on Friday. Bye.